The girls say hola. <laughs> the boys say hola. Because hola means hello. No? Sesame Street? All right. <laughs> no, I don't think... I don't know, I'm trying to think if I know any Sesame Street. No. What? Uh, this one? is for Cookie. I know that. Okay, good. That's a good one. And... Uh, I don't know anything else. I know another about one that. about um, saying hot in Spanish. Like, temperature hot. Okay. That's a fun one. Yeah, I don't... I know, and the word is Inflegal. no. Inflegal! Is that right? No, that's my gone Oh, player. it's caliente. <laughs> I... I <laughs> Spanish was a long time ago for me. I took two years of it. Or but no. But most of it was spent on the distance learning technology, so our teacher really wasn't in the room with us. Oh. And so it was, like, me and, like, six of my best Peers? friends. And oh. so we didn't have a moderator in there with us most oh, days. No. So we would um, do like one of two things. We would uh, pretend just to freeze a lot. And, just go. <laughs> freeze and no one would move. And then our teacher would be like, oh, senorita's in White River. You're frozen. And we would just stay like that for a while. Or uh, two, we would, my friend, my friend Ronelle, she would crawl like around the table and then just turn off the lights. <laughs> So that's why no bueno. <laughs> La Spanish. <laughs> that was bad on purpose. That's the best story ever. Now showing the All My Movies podcast. Please silence your cell phones and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Hello, and welcome to the All My Movies podcast. I'm Mary. And I'm Erin, and today we are doing <gasps> Gravity. Mary, I'm floating in space. No, you're not. You're tethered. <laughs> oh, dang it. Good. I, don't, don't let go, Mary. Don't let go. Don't let go. Don't let go. I got go. you. I got you. Also, you is are. it a proven fact that if you have a fire extinguisher, <laughs> then it will go away? Or did they just steal that from Wally? Like, I, is that right? real? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I should have looked up more about the science of this, about mm-hmm. what can and cannot happen. And I do know there's no sound in space. So all of the oh. crashing noises that you heard, that would, she wouldn't have heard any of that, which I feel like is probably the most scary. Is like when well, her back is turned and like later when she's on like the space station and she's trying mm-hmm. to get in, she's trying to untether her thing. And then all that stuff is just hitting and exploding. Like she would not have heard that. Right. No, I guess not. Space is a vacuum, right? Yeah. So you wouldn't hear any of that. When you said space is a vacuum, my mind just went to love is a battlefield, and then I was gone for a while. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. We should rewrite love is a battlefield as space is a vacuum. Yes. We are young. No one can tell us we're no. wrong. We, to be like, um, we are astronauts. Oh, yeah. No one okay. can hear us. In space, space. <laughs> space is a vacuum. Dun, yeah. dun, oh my dun, gosh, that's dun, great. Dun, this should, dun, this dun, should be a dun, song. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Okay, so gravity, it's about space. Mm-hmm. Let's play the trailer. Let's do it. Astronaut is off structure. Dr. Stone is off structure. What do I do? Dr. Stone's impact. No! 
friends i'm gonna sum up this movie with uh, 140 characters or less sandy and george are caught in a debris storm in space think twister minus the cat <laughs> will they reach the next space station to make it home <gasps> okay this is i feel like this is a fairly new movie so we will say spoilers obviously yes um because i i i think we've talked about this before space movies make me real nervous us, everything mm. about it the thought of just hurling through space yeah asphyxiation is that what it's called when you're like exposed yeah. and then you're gone yeah it's it's real bad so yeah so yeah so a lot of my notes on this movie was terrifying terrifying i would never want oh my god oh my gosh oh my gosh um i had seen this before i did see it in theaters um when it had first come out oh was um, it for oscars better in theaters like with the bigness and the I mean, it is a beautiful movie, and so seeing it, like, on the big screen with all the, like, the effects and the pictures of Earth, like, it, it was really pretty, but, I mean, yeah. stuff happens real fast in this movie. Like, I, sh- I don't have a timer. I didn't time it, but to see how fast things turn sour for Sandy and George. Oh, it's pretty quick. It's within the first I mean, 15, at oh, least. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, first 10 minutes. First 10, go. probably, yeah. Things go, okay, I, <laughs> I was going to say things go pear-shaped. Have you heard that expression before? No. I, oh, man. I, well, I used it at work the other day, and everyone was like, pear-shaped? What? I know, like, my mom is pear-shaped. Like, that's what somebody yeah. said. Or and I was on like, the no, mini like, project, she, she is described as pear-shaped. Yeah. And I was like, no, things go pear-shaped. Like, things go bad. And so I had to look it up and prove it to them that it's not a fake thing. Yes. And, uh, was it real a, popular a, in the 1920s? No, in Britain. In England, oh. they use it. It's a British phrase when things go pear-shaped. I was like, well, that's why. That's why I know about it. Yeah. And you guys where, don't. where did you pick this up? I don't know. I just feel like. I don't remember I it on Doctor Who. Uh, maybe. Oh, maybe it's British Bake Off. Oh. Maybe it's the Great British Bake Off. They probably would have Things said could go pear shaped there. Things <laughs> could go pear shaped there. Did you, had you see this before? No, I had not seen this before. So I guess my initial reaction um, was guilt. Because <laughs> as I was watching it, I was also playing a game on my phone. <laughs> Mary! Okay. I know. I can't... I'm, like, super addicted to two dots, and I, like, couldn't oh stop. Oh, my gosh. I had to delete it off my phone. I know. It's so bad. I need to. It is bad. But, like, I watched it, and I liked it. But, mm-hmm. like I said, I still have that guilt feeling. So that was my initial reaction with guilt. Like, oh, guilt. I was that person who couldn't sit through a movie without being on my phone. An artsy movie. Ah. Uh, but I liked it. I feel like I should watch it again. <laughs> but I don't think I will. Didn't, I know. I like, almost didn't really want, I wasn't like super excited to watch this. This because I'd already seen it and I just knew like the feelings. Um, yeah. But I mean, Sandy, hello. I mean, she did great. Yeah. She was, she was nominated for an Oscar for this. Mm-hmm. Um, which I had forgotten about. But because um, oh. I mean, most, I mean, it literally is her and like yeah. a tiny little bit of George. And mm-hmm. um, and I mean that's really it. Like, and then never... the planet Earth, <laughs> and planet Earth, and space. What and... what's Cap- Captain Planet? <laughs> Captain <laughs> Planet, he's our hero. Yeah. So box office for the mis- this movie, it came out October fourth, twenty thirteen. So uh, budget, want to guess the budget? A lot of visual effects. 
and George Clooney. Woo! 50 mil. No, way more. Way more? 75. Still more. 100. Yeah! Wow! 100 million dollars. I know. I feel like this has got to be our highest Sandy budget to date. I feel like yes. Although um, we didn't, did we have a number for Demolition Man? <laughs> <laughs> so much demolishing. <laughs> so it debuted at number one. No uh, it got $55 million on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Make half your budget in three days or whatever. Yeah. And then overall domestic, it made $274 million. Awesome. Um, the second movie. Uh, there's a, oh, got it. No, like, there's a sequel? <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, the second movie at the top of the box office that week was Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Haven't seen uh, it. F- oh, it's so cute. There's a link in the boat. Oh, I saw the first one, but. Yeah, its second one's cute, too. Okay. Uh, and then third on the list was Runner Runner, which I do believe was like Justin Timberlake and somebody, Ben Affleck, maybe? Mobs? I don't really remember. I have not even heard of not this see one. That. So in the terms of Sandy's career, yeah. the other movie that she made in 2013 was The Heat. Oh, bring it. Which we've already reviewed on this wonderful <laughs> show. Go back. Take a listen. Yeah, episode f- four on YouTube. Oh, episode four on YouTube. There you Friends, go. Friends, just a quick note. If you are sad because you can't find more than three episodes on iTunes, just head over to our YouTube channel. We're yeah, putting up there. the old ones. Slowly. They're good classic they're classics now and then so then after the heat she didn't do anything until 2015 when she did minions and our brand is crisis so this is i mean there's only three movies away for her which is whoa uh and then for our our boy uh, georgie this was the only movie he did in 2013 as an actor uh he helped produce i believe uh argo which won the best picture in 2013 oh interesting um along with um benny boy ben affleck so good for you uh good for you Go for you. Go for you, George. Uh, yeah, because this movie was Oscar nominated. It won seven. Uh, a lot of a lot of the uh, effects and sound editing oh, and things. Like how this won... year it was all Mad Max Fury Road. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but it was nominated for Best Picture. Obviously, it uh, it didn't win. Argo won that year. Uh, it uh, won for Original Score, which I thought was interesting. Because the music is there. Um, it's really good. I didn't yeah, notice it, that. Yeah. Haunting. Haunting. Yes. And then, like... Really good use of silence as well. Because, like, yes. as you said, space is a vacuum. <laughs> right. Uh, and then it also won for cinematography mm. and then director. Mm-hmm. So, who was Alfonso Curion, I believe you say it, who directed Harry, Harry Potter. Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Which, so. um, like, I'm not a big fan of the first two Harry Potters. I think you, well, just because they, they're babies. They're, yeah, well. I think it's mainly because it's so dark. Like, they didn't know how to light the castle very well. And then right. in the third one, it's just better. Yeah, the the lighting mm. is, is a little bit. But it, it just and it it had a three has a little bit more artsy flair to it too. Yeah, that's which true. Which I think is what Alfonso is kind of known for. Yeah. So uh, in this movie, it's kind of I mean it's I don't know. I mean I want to say it's kind of like an epic. Survi- story of survival. I mean, that's what yes. this is, don't you think? I would agree. Or a portrait, maybe that's a way better way to say it. It's a portrait right. of survival. Because, like, I was thinking about the plot earlier, and not a lot happens. Like, you could sum it up in, like, a paragraph. Just yeah. I mean, you quick. totally did. Twitter summary. You got it. <laughs> yes, Twister minus cow. 
Um, so, and I think the real lesson of this movie is, you darn Russians. It's the Russians' fault. They blew up their spy satellite. I don't know about that. Causing all the debris. That wasn't the lesson I was taking from it. I don't oh. know what lesson. What lesson would I take from this movie? That's the lesson I took. Don't turn off your oxygen. Don't turn off your oxygen. Yeah. Well, no, because if she hadn't turned off her oxygen, hallucinogenic George Clooney wouldn't have shown up and told her how to survive. That's true. So. Um. Other lessons? I think it's maybe, like, take a chance. Take a chance. Yeah. Mama Mia. I, To uh, quote Abba. Yeah. (laughs) I, I agree. And also because it's, it's very interesting because I feel like in a lot of space movies, I mean, I feel like these things, well, okay, we're kind of detracting from the plot. We'll get back there. <laughs> but I feel like in a lot of space movies, which I've said, I don't like space movies, right. but I've seen Can a we... lot of them. Interstellar, okay. Apollo 13, like all that stuff. I have, Okay, I've seen fewer space movies. I have mm-hmm. watched Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> oh, that's good. So I haven't seen and, that. Um, oh, Star Trek, Star Wars. With Castle, the guy from Castle, Nathan Fillion. Firefly. Firefly. I've seen yeah. Firefly. So I've seen, like, fictional, not that this isn't fiction, but, like, fictional futuristic alien space right. things. Right, which I don't mind. See, those ones, like, Star Trek, Star Wars, that stuff doesn't yeah. bother me as much as stuff like this. Where it's in, real in the fact that it, Right. Yeah, that it gives me heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in those movies, like, people and humans and whatever, aliens, whatever, they have space, like, figured out. Like, they got right. it down. Mm-hmm. In these movies, we are very confused and know nothing. We're baby humans. Which we are. I really don't know anything. Don't go right. to Mars. So, anyways, so I just feel like in a lot of these space movies, there's always, like, you know, whatever happens, something bad, but I have to get back to Earth, I have to live, right. I have to, my my wife, my kids, my family, I need to get back down there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Same, so I have seen The this... Martian. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify for everyone. Continue. What is, what I find is different and interesting about this movie is that Sandy doesn't have that. Like, we learned yeah. her, her daughter has died, she doesn't have a husband. Or a mm-hmm. boyfriend. It sounds like she goes to work. She works at a hospital. She does her thing. She drives. She, she just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's very interesting that she, like, quote, unquote, what no, everyone else would think something to live for, you know? Um, yeah. And, which I find was very interesting. But she's still, with the help of hallucinogenic George Clooney, mm-hmm. um, you know, but she still wanted to live. You know, she still wanted to, yeah. um, you know, fight and go on and and um and kind of do it for her daughter too even though she wasn't there anymore so i just felt that that was very interesting because a lot of people's motivation is their family i gotta get back to earth because Mm -hmm. of my family um and she didn't have that in this movie so that was very interesting how they kind of put that because obviously they could have they could have made her had a daughter you know what i mean so i just i'm just very curious if you look at that like why they decided that that she she wouldn't have anything yeah Mm -hmm. or wouldn't have anything yeah by most people's standards Yes, tying her down to Earth. But um, but that being said, all life is precious and you should want to live and find joy in anything, you know. So, um, yeah, so I I thought that that was very interesting. And then when she gets back to Earth, just like her, you know, I don't know, not a relief or just like, you know, when she lands and she's like touching the dirt. Yeah. You know, I feel like, yes, partially, yes, it is relief because she is alive and she Mm -hmm. didn't you know burn up in the atmosphere but also it's just like you know pure appreciation i guess of life yeah 
I can mm-hmm. see that. I kind of felt you hear the like the birds, and it's like it's, she lands in this beautiful green whatever. So mm-hmm. I kind of felt like when she landed, it was kind of like a. It was kind of just a one more thing, like her. She lands, she crashes in a lake, and then mm-hmm. she's in the middle of nowhere. And now it's like one more thing. She has to walk to civilization. Yeah, barefooted. Yeah, and it's just like one more thing. But she still has like that determination. Like, yeah. I'm gonna make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to do it. So it ends yeah. with you kind of feeling, like, determined. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very glad that she didn't, you know, obviously land in the middle of whatever NASA people were waiting for her. How could they be? They hadn't... Yeah, I they mean, had no idea. They lost contact. They're in the blind. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so it's very interesting that, like, her struggle, even though she's out of space, her struggle, like, still goes on. Or, you know what I mean? Like, her yeah. quest, or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. And now she's very much... She's not done on her own because she did have some radio connection at the end but then it disappeared right right so um i mean definitely just the will to survive and just i don't know what it can say just about people on earth that you still have to fight even though you're not in space you know what i mean like you still define what it is that you want to live for i don't know that maybe that's too deep but anyways let's get back to the plot okay (laughs) we get we can get more existential conversation in later but so basically, so Sandy's in space. <laughs> yep, she's with the crew. Uh, what is her? George. Um, okay, so from what I took from it, I've seen it one time. I was paying attention at the beginning. Um, <laughs> she is kind of the um, brains of the operation a little bit. Like she is re- out well, there repairing something, and like yes. the connection's not working. Like Houston is like, nope, not working. And then she tries something again, and then nope, still not working. Right. So here's the deal. So um, George has been in space a lot. I feel like a lot of the crew, the other crew that is there that we don't really meet because <laughs> they're not a crew real quick. Um, so he's the pilot. The other crew are like NASA people. Mm-hmm. Sandy's not a NASA person. She um, is a doctor and she is like is installing software on the Hubble telescope, I, I believe is what she's doing. That sounds right. Yep, and so she's not she she kind of talks through the whole movie. She had six months of NASA training just to go into space, but she crashed the thing yeah, every time. Crash you know what I mean? She doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I think she's a smart lady. I mean, we talked about the Martian. She's not Matt Damon. She's not Matt Damon who can just knows everything about space and that this is here and math and all. You know what I mean? Like, I think she's a smart woman, but I don't think that she's a NASA scientist. She's a right. scientist who NASA recruited to help install this new software. Okay, yeah. Her software. So, um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one part where George was like, um, like, you must be real smart if they took a chance on you and, like, you're up here in space. I thought that was cool. Like, yeah. She's got her stuff down. Uh, yes, exactly. So she's repairing the telescope. You know, she's mentioned she's feeling a little queasy being up in space. I forget yeah. how long they've been up there. Like, not super long. Yeah. Um, and so George... Um, so Sandy is like tethered to the telescope or whatever they're the little place that they're on. Yeah. And, um, George has a new like jetpack basically that mm-hmm. he's been flying around, um, and just testing fuel levels and, and, and whatnot. And there's a long going joke that, you know, he's trying to break this guy's spacewalk record yep. and he'll miss it by like an hour or something. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was. And so while they're fixing this, like they're kind of joking and like everything's pretty light and breezy. And then... NASA comes over the speaker and says, or Houston, whose voice is Ed Harris, who knew, oh. and basically says, hey, uh, 
a Russian space satellite mm-hmm. is breaking up, it looks like it's going to miss you. No worries. Nothing to worry about. We'll yep. keep you posted. And so they're still chatting. And then literally like two minutes later, like he's back and be like, no, it's coming Panic. right towards you. Yeah. It's like setting off this huge chain where it's taking out all these satellites around the way as it's orbiting mm-hmm. the earth. And so basically you've got like no time. Like you need to get back to explore the space shuttle like immediately. Yep. So on, cause on the structure is just George and Sandra and this other guy, Sharif are the only people like are on the telescope, I believe is what it is. This debris comes and it's just like mm-hmm. bad, bad things are happening. So Sharif gets, he gets hit pretty quick um, and dies. And oof, that's, oh, when they show him later. Yeah. Oh, that was right through the noggin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Sandra's on this arm thing and it's like spinning. And so she's spinning with it. And so you can hear George Clooney talking in her headset saying, you got to detach, Dr. Stone, you've got to detach. Yep. But so when she does that, it just flings her like end over end mm-hmm. over end just into space. Oh, gosh. And That's, she can't and stop because so, she doesn't have a fire extinguisher. She can't stop. She doesn't know. There's no, she can't power herself, yeah. which is, just, I feel like would just be the weirdest sensation that you couldn't like write yourself. Totally. And, you know, because there's nothing to push off yeah. on. So she couldn't get anywhere. Um, so she's like hyperventilating, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, her oxygen, her carb, whatever it is, is beeping and. Um, and she can't hear George Clooney anymore in her ear because he was trying to say, like, where are you? Where are you? Like, yep. what do you see? What do you see? And she's like, I see nothing. I see nothing. So she has a big old freak out, which as as you would as an unexperienced astronaut, heck yeah, mm-hmm. you freak out. Um, but George comes to the rescue. He's got a jetpack and, um, and comes and gets her. Yep. And, uh, and I think that was one of the... I know powerful parts where he has her like and is literally face to face and they're holding on to each other mm-hmm. and he's like okay I've gotta I gotta let you go like I gotta clip you onto me yeah. like in a tether so you are away from the jetpack jet yep. basically and she's like and she wouldn't she didn't want to like he has to physically push her mm-hmm. off of him because obviously you would not want to let go no of after you've been like, spinning one in space thing of for life. however long <laughs> yeah and again like. Sandra's acting. I mean, it, she's very. I mean, it was very good. Like, I I think she did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So they decide they're gonna go pick up Sharif's body and bring it back to the um. The, to we'll the, call it the space uh, explorer. station. Is that or was it the explorer? Well, because they go back to the ship yep. first, the space shuttle. Um, and um, and we've lost all communication with Houston. Like the power, the debris has knocked out all the satellites. Oh. So the whole movie they say Houston in the blind. Mm-hmm. And George Clooney has a good line because Sandra's like, "Stop talking to them. They can't hear you." And he was like, "You don't know that. We might not be able to hear them, but they might be able to hear us, and that might save our lives or something like that." Mm. So the whole time they like he, George Clooney talks to Houston, and then San, when he's then Sandra talks to them yes. too. Um, to kind of just keep up the narrative of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Do you want us to talk about what happens? Yeah. So they get back to their explorer ship, and it has been wrecked by the debris as well. So they like go in and like their um, mates. I don't know what they're called. Sure, mates. Their mates are just floating, and <gasps> like, that part their personal me. effects are floating, and like the equipment's floating. Mm-hmm. So. They see this, and is the debris coming back at that time, or do I they don't think? Because he says time your watch, because yep. we've got about ninety minutes before it comes mm-hmm. back. 
So then they decide to make it to um, a space station that is close. Is it the Chinese station? No, I think it's the Russian. The Russian station first. And then yep. they could take, um, I think it was called the Soyuz. And that yep. is like your escape hatch, basically. Yeah. And they could mm-hmm. come to Earth. Um, yep. So they're on their way and they see it. And as they're getting to the Russian space station, Sandy is running out of oxygen. (laughs) So they journey on their way to the Russian space station. But all this time, Sandy has been, um, like, hyperventilating a little bit or panicked. As you would, Mm -hmm. yeah. So her oxygen is getting really low. But, like, on the way there, George was really good at, like, kind of distracting her. So he was like, tell me what what you do, where you're from. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what family do you have? And this is where you find out about Sandra's daughter. Um, she died. Wasn't it, like, a fluke accident at school? Yeah. Slipped and playing tag and slipped and hit her head. Yeah. yeah. Really sad. So then, like, you just hear Sandy, I think we said this earlier, goes to work, and then she just drives. Mm-hmm. My question, when does she eat? <laughs> they never say it. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. So they get to the space station and... I don't George remember. is on fumes. Oh. So George, yeah, the jetpack is on fumes, and he because they've just because Sandra's like we're drifting. He's like, I only got one good push left in this, and then we're done. Because mm-hmm. obviously they've been floating in space for a long, long time, uh, and so he's like, we're gonna get as close as we can, and basically like just grab, grab whatever yeah. you can, try to hold on, and so they give a little juice, and then um, and it all oh got it's it's so like emotionally wrecking because they're just like trying to yeah, grab, grab anything, anything. But they're just the force of them flying through space, and the two of them together are just like kind of pulling. So like Sandra gets a hold of something, but then like George knocks mm-hmm. her off, and then Sandra's legs get tangled up in um, in a rope. One of the, was the, it a parachute? The, the parachute, the parachute rope from the Soyuz, mm-hmm. and uh, and then so she grabs George's tether, and but he's like pulling her out, and here's like and he was like you know, I'm, I'm dragging you out with me. The ropes are just around your feet. Like she's not even holding them. Yeah. But you know, I feel like maybe she could have, I, I just feel like there was something else. Like she was still attached. Like she could have let gone, let go of the tether because they're attached. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, just, well, no, like, I think bend- she was holding onto his tether by the hand. Cause they'd come apart. It, the rope, oh, the tether had snapped right. when they initially the hit snapped. the space station. So that's right. Cause I was like, why is she holding it? Reach down and grab the parachute and then pull yourself in. Yeah. But it that's right, out. the tether snapped so on then the wing. George has ax- George is still connected to the tether part. He doesn't have the like cut off end. So he unhooks himself. Oh. oh. And then they can still talk to each other for a while. So he's like kind of coaching yeah. her, but she's mm-hmm. uh, breathing in CO2 now. So she's getting like yeah. slower. And she has like, mm-hmm. it seems like so far to go to get to the airlock, to get so inside. Far to so go, far. Because then she has to let go again. Because she has to, yeah. I mean, like. Airlocks are really scary because you like untwist something and then yeah. you like you're holding on to it and then the door flings mm. open and you go with it and then you have to somehow Oof. like use your core muscles and get back oh, inside. I would die in space. My I'm core is so flabby. I know. <laughs> yeah. And so like and George is, you know, this is again, I can't remember if it was before she gets, I think it must be um, before she gets in because I think when she gets in, they don't talk anymore. But he was yeah. like, I need you. I need to hear you say, I'm going to make it. Because she kept saying, like, I'm going to get in. I'll get the Soyuz, and I'm going to come get you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm too – I already got a head start. Like, he was so calm, like, the entire time. Yeah. Because, again, he's a veteran. Like, mm-hmm. he's been out there so many times. Like, he gets it. Um, 
and uh, and then made a joke about how he really was going to beat Anatoly's yes. space walk record and it was going to last for a long time. Uh, but yeah, he was like, I need to hear you say, I'm going to make it. Say you're going to make it. And so she does. She says, I'm going to make it. And then, yeah, and then gets in the gets in the shuttle mm-hmm. and um and then ha- i think the you know again one of the like gut clinching parts is that her oxygen level is gone in her mask and she's in the space station but she can't take her mask off because it's yep. depressurizing or whatever and so like it's waiting for you because you just see the little dial going mm-hmm. like 3 10 15 you know like getting up and uh, before she can take her helmet off and she does and so this is one of like one of the very very artsy scenes in this movie so she takes off her helmet and she takes off her top and she takes off her you know spacesuit and then she just is like free and there's like a great pose like she just like flings yeah. her arms out you know um and because i feel like you know i feel like she feels safe you know what i mean mm-hmm. or she just feels over oh, oh, the weight of the thing and she's breathing in oxygen again which is great and then so she makes like kind of this great like open posture and then you see she starts she just curls in and then she's in the fetal position. Yeah. And then it's very artsy because there's like a little tuby thing. So it looks like an umbilical cord. Mm. Um, and I think that's on the cover of some mm-hmm. DVDs. And then she goes swimming through the space station. <laughs> and you get kind of a cool tour of the space station. I think her initial, her first stop, she goes quite a ways it seems, is to communications board. Like she tries to reach yep. George again. But mm-hmm. there's no more connection. And then fire. Fire in space oh, is gosh. very scary. So she so has scary. to book it and get to the Soyuz and detach. But then she can't. Oh, the she p- could not. She could not because of the parachute yeah, that she had been tangled in before. Mm-hmm. It was. I think it's her parachute. So, like, this Soyuz can't get her home, but it can get her to the yeah. Chinese space station, which hopefully yeah. has a running Soyuz. Yes. But, um, but, uh, that, so that, that, cause that is her plan. That's what George tells mm-hmm. her before he floats away into space forever. Yep. Um, that she can get to the Chinese space station, which is like this little dot way in over the distance, there. Yeah. Good luck. Um, but while she's in the Soyuz and she, um, so she's caught on the parachute. She's like, ah, oh, crap. So she has to go back out, which again, I think takes a lot of guts and a lot of gumption mm-hmm. to now that you'd feel safe. I'm in the thing. I can stay here. I'm safe to have to go back out so she's got to undo the parachute to try to get away yep. 90 minutes are up here come the debris and now she has the screwdriver and the screwdriver starts floating away from her yeah. while she's working and so she's like oh, and she turns to get it and then she sees all the debris coming towards mm-hmm. her um so she has got to hurry up and try to detach it and then she get gets back, back to the in airlock there. um but it like it like hits the the wing of her thing because it's all coming and it's spinning yeah. her around again um just chaos um so then she when she gets back in there the debris already gone by uh she notices that uh her fuel tanks are empty and so here she has a little bit of a fit and then she decides that she's she's basically done so then she's um she goes and tries to mess with with the communication devices again and she gets someone um from who knows where calling her or they called her or she was trying to call nasa and then or, that came up yeah with radios i think it's just kind of like open channels open so just channels. on this someone was on this channel that she scanned to and then yeah. and where did you say they were from i think it's iceland because i think they made a short kind of based on gravity but it's just like i think you see it from, from the icelandic perspective. person's perspective yeah and so it's kind of a funny, because she thinks she's got the Chinese space station, she thinks, or she thinks mm-hmm. she's got NASA. 
And then she's like, oh, you're calling from Earth. You're calling from Earth. And because um, and she can hear, like, a dog barking and a baby crying. Yeah. And then she kind of has a moment where she starts barking, too. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and kind of maybe loses it a little bit. Yeah. Again, as one would. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and she uh, kind of goes then, on, like, this big long rant. There's the barking. Oh, and then yeah. she's like pray for me and then like no one ever yeah. taught me how to pray so then you get like oh, like the God, weight devastating like i can't imagine the weight of that like yeah because she said um i'm gonna die today you yeah. know i'm gonna die today and i know everyone's gonna die but i'm dying today yep. and i know it yeah and um and she was like and no one will mourn me no one will be sad mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh my gosh Sandy. so sad um and so she's like will you will you say a prayer for me Mm-hmm. You know, I've never prayed a day in my life. No one ever taught me how. Yeah. No one ever taught me how. Oh, Did you memorize this? My goodness. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful little monologue she has. Yeah, it was good. And then so, the the man whose voice is yeah. coming through the radio, he starts mm-hmm. singing to the baby. Yeah. And she she's yeah. like, oh, lullaby. Like, keep singing. Mm-hmm. Please keep singing. And then she shuts off her oxygen. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just go to sleep, mm-hmm. and I had a, you know I had a baby once. Yeah, I'll see her soon. Mm-hmm. And so she turns off the lights and yep. the oxygen and the and beeping. Uh, it's been beeping for a long time, guys. So it's so beep. chaotic. Lights are flashing. It's beeping. So oh, she turns yeah, the lights off. So shuts off the sound and, and and just prepares to go to sleep. Yep. But then, like, knock at the window. Yeah. I was so confused when I saw this in the theaters. I was like what i know like, i thought it was real i thought it was totally happening mm-hmm. and then i thought like he, george george clooney's at the window and like goes to open it and i'm like what are you doing you're gonna kill yeah. her <laughs> and i thought that that was what it was gonna be because she's so taking off her helmet space. yeah and um i just uh, but it's uh anyway so he crawls in and closes the door he's like oh hey i guess i had a few tricks up my sleeve left and yeah. he turns the lights on and mm-hmm. Gives her basically, but then obviously she's not dead after he opens the door. Yeah, and uh, he's so like, "Did you her. find the vodka yet? Because apparently there's a vodka yeah. stash." Yeah, and um, and kind of gives her a little pep talk basically, um, and tells her how to get <laughs> yeah. moving again. Like that yeah. was and how to survive. Yeah, like use the landing gear mm-hmm. to go yeah, you forward. You can trick it. Yeah, trick it into thinking it's landing on Earth. Mm-hmm. And that, because it gives out a shot of, like, a jet or something like that yeah. right before it lands. Um, and so he, I forget what he, he says something. I don't remember. And um, and then she kind of wakes up, basically. Yeah. And, and decides and decides to live. Mm-hmm. Turns back her oxygen, gets out the landing booklet, which yeah. is green. And then, um, and does it. And she goes and, and mm-hmm. points it to the Chinese and yep. has a new determination because it's kind of like, well, I'm already, I'm already going to die. Might as well yeah. try. And, uh, and so she starts going, but she's not, she's a little off target. She's a little 13 degrees wrong or something like that. And so she still has with her the fire extinguisher from when she tried yes. to take the fire out on the space station. Mm-hmm. And um, does, pulls a Wally. Yep. And <laughs> uses the fire extinguisher. Now. Yeah, opens the hatch and uses a fire extinguisher to propel her to the station, yep. to, the to the Chinese airlock, shuttle. Yeah. yeah, impressive bit of yeah. whatever. Possible, I don't know, not scientist. Mm-hmm. We're just writers, yeah. so we don't know. Oh, I think Science. Uh, I had noted one thing. Um, after the Clooney hallucination, she, yeah. like, 
says aloud, like, she sends a message with Clooney to give to her daughter, which yeah. I think that kind of yeah shows her resolve mm-hmm. to keep going. So it's like, I think so. Tell her I love her. You're going to see this girl mm-hmm. with, like, and then she describes yeah. her and, like, tell her I love her. Yeah. And then... So now she's safely in the Chinese sh- ship. Yep. And, oh, did um, you see the ping pong battle? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. and so she's in there and she somehow gets it and cause it's like the Chinese, it, it's really funny. Like the Chinese, obviously it's all in Chinese, yeah. which she can't read. And so, she just so guesses George, yeah, ghost, ghost George Clooney said it was like the soyas. And so she's like, Eeny, oh no, that's not yeah. Miney, oh man, oh. But anyway, so finally gets the right screen up and starts plummeting to earth yep. basically. And uh, she's like, oh, it's getting hot in here. And then, yeah. And then she yeah. kind of throws up a last little prayer. Mm-hmm. And, so much um, spinning. Uh, so, in much this spinning. One. so much oh, spinning. Oh, God, you get so dizzy. And um, enters Earth and finds a nice little lake conveniently to crash yeah. into. And, and you can hear on the radio people are, like, trying to make her identify herself. But she never responds. Yeah. Does she? Yeah, I know. I don't, she, she know, I don't think she ever says Because, like, bad. part of her dashboard or whatever you'd call it is on fire. Yeah. It's on fire, yeah. So she needs to get out of that thing. She needs to go. ASAP. Um, yeah, so she hops out, and the water's on that first split second. Again, I'm not. I'm nervous until your feet are on the ground. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's going to drown. Yep. Because when people are in space, your muscles grow weak, and you have you know, you know, have totally. a hard time readjusting to Earth's gravity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so she's in the water, and she's trying to swim, and she can't. Um, she has to take so her space she, suit off. She's got to take her down. suit off. And kind of wriggles out of the hat, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then is free and makes it to shore, and yeah, yeah, and goes on to live. But uh, uh, there's a there was like a kind of a rumor, or like a maybe it was just like a joke or something mm-hmm. that she would that the original plan was that she was gonna make it out of the spaceship, she was gonna get on land, she was gonna stand up, she's gonna take a breath take a step and then debris would kill her debris would come and land and kill her i'm pretty sure that was like a goofy internet theory maybe i think so yeah or maybe that's what i was expecting to happen because again i always think about the worst thing that could possibly happen to be the worst thing was that you live through this terrible thing you take one step on earth and then you get killed um but I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> when she looks up after getting out of the pot, I think she's mm-hmm. still in the in the lake. She you see in the sky these like mm-hmm. not meteors because it's just exploded spaceship. Space junk. Yeah. Space junk. Yeah. So what a movie. What an emotional yeah. emotional movie. Um mm-hmm. but again, I mean it was good because again, I mean, this was all her. I mean, George Clooney was in it, mm-hmm. but he was kind of just like the steady Steady or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a, a, a convincing veteran space person yep. that a calming presence, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was good. Good, good job, Sandy. Nice mm-hmm. work. My comment for oh. the end is that's the end question mark exclamation point. <laughs> it's like, yeah. really? I do wonder like how far, where is she? I felt like How she was in an Asian walk? country because it seemed yeah, kind of I rice so. patty like rice patty ish. I could I could see that. Yeah. I, w- I would be on board with that. This is the part of the podcast where we usually have a fashion moment. Um, <laughs> so Mary, I don't know if you want to critique the um, more pure white U.S. spacesuits versus like the Russian spacesuits, right. which looked a little less bulky. Yeah, they were kind of like a muddy green. What are your thoughts? Weren't they gray? 
I think I kind of like the know. Russian spacesuit a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's kind of like a throwback. Just, yeah, kind of retro feel, which I liked. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like, yeah. um, like Michelin Man esque with the USA yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. more, much more figure flattery. Yeah, and then the other outfit is like beige tank top with black yeah. spandex shorts. Yeah. Who knew that that's what you wore under spacesuit? Right, because have you, you seen the Martian? She her suit, and it, she's got little booty shorts yeah. on. Yeah. In the Martian, he's got like pants. an issued, um, like Under Armour looking outfit. So it's kind of like yeah. leggings and a top kind of thing. Because again, space cold, and I get that your right. spacesuit would be warm, but I feel like you would be wearing a long sleeve turtleneck. Yeah. Like like ready pa- run run leggings. cold weather pants. Yeah. Fleece lined. Socks. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's as far as we can go with a fashion moment. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here are come our reviews. Yes. So, I think I'm going to give this movie... Uh, I'm going to go... It's so hard because I do like it. It's a good movie. It's an interesting story for all the reasons we've already said. Mm-hmm. I Do I want to watch it really again? I mean, not really. Too sad. Um, I mean... Uh, so, I think I'm going to go for... I'm going to do four Marvin the Martians. Oh, I was going to do Marvin the Martians. Oh, is that what you're going to do? No, you oh, okay. keep it. You said it first. Okay. You get to keep it. Okay. <laughs> there was really nothing I didn't like in this movie. So mm-hmm. I'm debating if I give it a five. Ooh. I maybe don't always like the George Clooney cocky attitude. Because I feel like they kind of portray it like he has it in real life. Like that's kind of his persona at award shows when you see him. He's like this. Yeah. He, I mean, he basically guys. was George Clooney. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to do four and a half. Okay. And because, yeah, like, likelihood of rewatching it is slim. Like, I'll maybe watch it one more time in my life. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> okay. So I'll go four and a half ping pong paddles. Nice. Yep. All right. Now that you've heard from us, we're going to let you in on what other people had to say about this movie mm-hmm. with some Amazon reviews. Mm-hmm. And since, Mary, you were higher, you get to read the five star, yes. which is just an utter praise of Sandy. So enjoy. <laughs> awesome. Here we go. Five stars. Simply stunning cinematography, direction, and acting by Brian Driver on October 5, 2013. When did you say this came out? 2013. October 4. Oh, my goodness. Next day, guys. Sandra Bullock, period. Um, <laughs> period, I just added for emphasis up by Mary. She is not only in practically every frame of the movie, but she exposes herself emotionally here in more ways than I could count. She is equal parts victim and heroine, emotional and calculating, frightened and bold, wounded and powerful. She is a tortured soul who reveals herself in dribs and draps, revealing her emotional torment when it will have the most effect. The movie is as much about what has happened to her as what is happening to her. She is able to make herself as interesting and captivating as the events that occur during the film. And this is important. Rather than simply being a movie about a series of cascading terrors, it is equally about the human spirit, the stuff that lies inside us that drives us to go on when going on seems impossible. That was Very a great put. Uh, review. Mm-hmm. Great review. I, I agree with that. That is good. Yes. So now this is the one-star review. Uh, entitled Every Movie That Gets Made Now Gets Nominated by Roman Descendant on December 23rd, 2014. And this dismal, dismal film proves it. 
George Clooney acting, as usual, just like George Clooney, appears to have the emotional depth of a frat boy talking about his conquests while another astronaut tries out for Cirque du Soleil on the tether. <clears throat> Sandra Bullock reprises her stunning Oscar-worthy performance in the Speed franchises. That's about it. NASA must have been desperate for astronauts on this mission because they chose frivolous and unbalanced people who never should have been allowed to leave Earth. Not one of them evokes any feelings other than boredom and bewilderment. Early in the movie, there is a voiceover about the fact that it is so very empty out there in space. Strong evidence of the young and ill-informed audience this miserable, plotless, and silly film is intended for. Shame on Hollywood for turning out drivel like this. So angry. So angry. So close to Christmas. <laughs> All right, so that is Gravity, everybody. Um, thanks so much for listening. It was This was a fun one to do, I think. It's yeah. a little different than the normal ones that we've been doing. A little bit more, you know. Of a thinker film, right? Basie. Right. Yeah. And this is the part of the podcast where we like to thank uh, our fellow Sandra Bullock lovers yes. on Facebook. Thank you, Erin, for liking our page. And no, not this Aaron a different Aaron and thank you all out there for listening Mm -hmm. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us we'd love to hear from you do you like the podcast do you have questions do you wish we would do things differently is there a movie out there that you really want us to do that involves Sandra who should the next actor we watch be yeah Um, you can get a hold of us at allmymoviespodcast at Mm gmail.com or you can tweet us at allmymoviesshow you can follow us on Facebook all the things we would also like to thank our Twitter followers yeah, thanks for following thanks so along. Much for following us, guys. It's so fun. I like tweeting. It's one of my favorite things to come up with funny things to say. Yes, it is a fun time. In 140 characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag so fun. All right, so now we'll leave you with these final thoughts straight from the movie poster. Don't let go. I'll never let go, Jack. <laughs> I'll never let go. Jack. Right? I'm sorry. Is that not what you think of when you someone says don't let go? Sorry, I immediately go to Titanic. Two people could have fit on that door. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the All My Movies podcast. Remember to review, subscribe, and follow Erin and Mary on Twitter at All My Movies Show.